Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Come on, give God a praise. Come on, you can do better than that. If you believe he is here, I know he's here because I can feel his presence. He moves in the midst of praise and worship. There's an atmosphere of glory, glory, glory. Come on, glory to the King of Kings. If you're breathing right now in the midst of so much chaos, if you have your hands still, if you're able to be, hallelujah, in one accord, just give God a praise. Exhort his mighty name. He is worthy to be praised. I just feel the thick presence of the Holy Spirit. He's demanding more. He's requesting more of your worship, hallelujah, in order to increase your blessing. I don't know who wants to be blessed in this place, but I believe without a doubt in my mind, that God is about to do something great, something big. You may have a seat. I'm excited about the word tonight. And for some reason, I'm not tired. I think the Holy Spirit just, just you know, is gasoline to your spirit. Amen. And it just, it just renews your mind and your soul to do above and beyond what you humanly possibly can do. But when you submit to the Holy Spirit, he gives you the will, the, the, the understanding, the, the strength, the power to do what he called you to do. That's why you cannot do an assignment without the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why you can't do ministry without the power of the Holy Spirit. Because if you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit, you run dry. You, you burn out, amen, and you quit. And God is not looking for quitters. God is looking for anointed people filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you are filled with the power and the double power, portion of the Holy Spirit. You can say, Pastor, what you need me to do? I can do this. I can do that. I'm moving. Amen. I'm not tired. I'm excited about the Lord. I don't know who's excited about lives being transformed. Hallelujah. Lives being blessed. Is any believer in this house ready to conquer, ready to provoke, ready to respond to God in a, in a spiritual way? Where are the worshipers in this house who came to worship in spirit and in truth? Where are the worshipers that know how to provoke God and fight that blessing? Where are the people seasoning up Hallelujah. They see the eyes of God. They witness the hand of God. They're able to say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Where are the people that know that if it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? Where are the people that got healed? Where are the people that got sanctified? Where are the people that got forgave? They can't even stand to their feet and give them worship. Oh, come on, somebody. He's looking for worshipers. He's looking for people that can clap their way through. He's looking for people that can... Come on, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your neighbor. If you can't worship for yourself, don't be selfish. Worship for the next person next to you. Somebody in this building is fighting for a breakthrough. Somebody needs deliverance. Somebody needs healing. When you come to church, it's not about you. It's about somebody else. That God wants to save through you. Come on, hallelujah. Is anybody can respond just like you respond when your boss tells you to do something. God is telling you he wants your praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I got some friends in the house from New York City, amen. 
His him and his family, the Williams Sanabria family, amen. The Sanabria family are powerful people in, in, in the New York City, they, everywhere. They have shaken, hallelujah, the nation. Demons flee when they see that boy walk in there and his family, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dem demons tremble when he wakes up in the morning and start organizing these mega events, hallelujah. And the mayor, hallelujah, and the governor, and everybody moves, hallelujah, because he carried an anointing over his life. He carries favor for over 35 years that I know this brother consistent in the gospel always working in one accord that's what we're going to preach about today in the spirit of unity and that's why god bless him stand to your feet william and, and wife amen hallelujah there are amazing people of god hallelujah hallelujah come on show some respect hallelujah like they show it in new york city in florida hallelujah god has mighty plans i'm talking about his mother hallelujah has been singing for over 50 years hallelujah all over the world and I bless them for being here tonight, amen, and for just partnering with us today and just coming in agreement to come and bless us today, amen. And, and, and what a what a mighty, uh, what a, after so many years he's here today, what, it's not a coincidence, amen, that, that there are people that God sent that can, we can relate and that we always partner for over 30 years, amen, in the kingdom. And God is saying, that's what I'm looking for, consistency. That's what I'm looking for, relationship. I'm looking for people that can weather every storm, whether in the good and the bad, that can say, pastor, I'm with you. I got your back. I don't understand the season in your end, but I'm trusting God for more. Hallelujah. What do you need me to do to conquer? Hallelujah. Come on. I didn't come here to look at your face. I came here to see how much you can worship. Come on. Where are the worshipers? You see, anytime you clap, anytime you worship while I'm preaching or you hear something you like, hallelujah, that relates to you in the because of the word. Hallelujah. You're coming into the agreement. You're telling God, I believe that. That's for me. I agree. Come on, Wayne. When you agree with the Lord, things begin to happen in the heavenly places. And from the heavenly places, it begins to manifest here on earth. I don't know who understands this, this principle. That when you come in agreement with the Holy Spirit, when you come in agreement with your church, when you come in agreement with what God is doing, you are opening the portals of heaven. And what's happening is stirring up in heaven begins to manifest right next to you, right here. So, so, tell your neighbor, give me some room. Because God is about to manifest right next to me. Come on. Tell him, give me some room. Come on, tell him, give me some room. I'm about to provoke my blessing. You see, we, we believe many things, but one of the things that we have forgotten is the, hallelujah, the spirit of agreement. And the Bible speaks about that this is very important. In Amos chapter 3, verse 3, the Bible says, do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so. No one can walk together in a relationship unless they're in agreement. You don't have marriages that are successful until they agree. You don't have people in churches that are successful unless their ministers, hallelujah, and their leaders begin to agree. Many of us are stuck in our rot and where we at because we don't come into the spirit of agreement. We always bitter, we always confused, and God is looking for people that can just understand the kingdom. That the kingdom is not about what you think, it's not what about I want, it's not about your opinion, it's about what thus says the Lord. Oh, nobody can worship tonight. Hallelujah. I'm not hearing response today. Hallelujah. So the the the, the one of the things that we have to understand is agreement. It's about that God, from the beginning, Jesus, when, when he began to minister, he said, I, this is Jesus that has it all. The anointing, 
the calling, the assignment, the authority, the power, hallelujah, given to him from his father. Amen. He's on earth and he doesn't, hallelujah, he says, I can't execute what's happening by myself. And I need 12 disciples. Come on, say with me, 12. This is Jesus that, that has the power to do whatever he wants. It, it could be a one-man show, but Jesus is giving us an example. It's not about one. It's not about your pastor. It's not about who preaches good. It's not about who can cast out more demons. Oh, who, who's, who's understanding me? It's not about what you do in church. It's about that we all got to do it together. It's about the spirit of togetherness. Come on. It's about coming into agreement. It's about unity. So he, he sends them not on their own. The Bible says that he sends them two by two. Say with me, two by two. So why are you doing church alone? He sends them two by two. So why you think you all that in a bag of chips? Why you think that you're going to survive by yourself? No, God didn't call you to do church by yourself. God called you to a community. God called you to a, 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 his people. Amen. Come on, somebody. This is why the people of Israel never entered to the promised land. That generation did not enter because they couldn't come into agreement. What if your season is drying up and you are where you are because you can't agree? You got purpose. You got a calling. God said you're going to enter, but because you can't come into alignment with agreement with whoever God is putting to lead you. Come on, somebody. Nobody, nobody praises that. You, you are stuck. And God has you going around in a circle and you don't prosper and you don't grow. I come to tell you, this is the last day that you're going to be in that season. God wants to get you out of there. God wants to give you freedom. God wants to bless your law, your house, your home, your people. So the meaning of agreement, it says harmony in an opinion or feeling. A position of result of agreeing. It's, it is a meaning of, is it a meeting of the minds. It is the minds of different people coming together. It is people saying, God gave us an assignment and we can't, to, to expedite this and to grow and to be in the vision of the Lord, we can't do this alone. So God, all the minds are coming together. One person is saying, I'm a keyboard player, Pastor. I can do the music. Someone is saying, I can be an usher. Somebody saying, Pastor, I can teach. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Somebody else is saying, I can be a worshiper. Somebody else is saying, I can do administration, Pastor. Come on. Hallelujah. No one and not this pastor can do church by themselves. This, this church is not open because of me. It's open because of all of you guys. Come on, somebody. Because two or three came into agreement and said, let's do this for the glory of God. We don't do this for selfishness. We do this for the glory of God. I don't know what you've been doing. If you're doing it to get recognized, if you're doing it to be seen, or you're doing it for the glory of God. Come on, hallelujah. Many of us, you know, the spirit of agreement can be used two ways. You can use it for evil. Come on. Or you can use it for good. You can have people, I've seen in, my, in the days of ministry uh, with my father's, in, in my father's church, how people came into agreement to divide a church. Come on, sister, right? We have people that say, you know, behind the back doors, behind the curtain, say, let's agree to divide the church. Let's agree to frustrate that ministry. 
And then you have other people saying, I don't know what to do, but I come in agreement in the name of Jesus. I follow the, I follow the leader. I work for what God has given us to do. I'm here. Hallelujah. You can count on me. Come on. You can count on me. Can someone say here, Lord, count on me? I got five people that just clapped their hands. Hallelujah. How many can say, count on me, Lord? That's why Genesis 11, 14, 11, 4 speaks about the, the Tower of Babel. They, they, they had an intention to create this tower, amen, for, for, for power, a symbol of power. Oh, hallelujah. A symbol, hallelujah, to let people know their status. But the Lord confused them and separated the languages so they won't understand each other. Hallelujah, because although they wanted to do something good for them, it wasn't good for the Lord. Maybe you're frustrated in a season doing things that God never called you to do. And you, for you it's good, but for the Lord it's not. Because that's not what God gave us to do. And because you don't come into agreement, you're frustrating the plans of God. And you better watch out if you come against the Lord. Come on, somebody. If you come against the will of God, hallelujah, he will take you down. Hallelujah. But I come, the Bible said that God took them down and said, not, not, in, my, not in my house. Come on. I wonder how many God, hallelujah, how many people are stuck because God is saying, not in my house. Hallelujah. That's not the spirit that I want roaming in my house. Hallelujah. Can somebody give God a praise tonight? chapter 3 explains the function of the kingdom and it says that the that Satan the kingdom of hell the kingdom of hell Satan himself that has come to kill steal and destroy you is not divided they working in agreement they working in accordance in one accord how can then, if the king, if Satan knows that this, there is power and agreement and he has activated that spirit, how much more the church needs to activate? How can the church be divided if Satan is not divided? Amen. That we have revelation of the truth. We have wisdom. We have knowledge of the truth. We have the Holy Spirit. How can we be divided? How can we be divided when we know the truth? Come on, somebody. I cancel that spirit in the name of Jesus. Come on, help me cancel that spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God called us. I'm looking for two or three that can ignite Portia and Lucy. I'm looking for three or three, two or three that can fill these pews. I'm looking for two, two or three that can say, Pastor, count on me. I'm going to evangelize. I'm going to give myself to the Lord. Come on. Is, is there, is, I, I need you, Pastor. Hallelujah. You and I are two, but I need you, Val. Wait, one, two, three. Come on. I need you. Hallelujah. I need you. I, oh, come on. Touch your name and tell them. Oh, you and I makes three. You and I make four. Come on. That's what God is looking for. A holy army. An army sanctified. An army ready for war. An army ready to conquer. In the Old Testament it says that it was a covenant. In the Old Testament they made covenant. Covenant. When they said they were going to do something they did it. They will die by their word. This is why when you go to work and you sign a contract, hallelujah, when you get hired, hallelujah, they want you to, to read the, the, the manual, read the, hallelujah, the, the, the information and come into agreement with the policy. Many of us, are, how many are working here? Oh, you submitted to your job in the policy and yearly you signed that, yes, I agree, but you can't agree with the Lord. 
with a lot of things that you don't agree in your job, but you agree and do it because they told you to do it because you need the job, but you won't do it for the Lord. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You won't do it for the Lord. Hallelujah. You question God, and that's why you're frustrated, and that's why you don't grow. Hallelujah. But when you submit, how many know that when they submit with things in the job that they don't like, they grow and they get promotion? Hallelujah. But because of their humility, because of their humbleness, they get, they get elevated. I, the, the boss start finding grace and favor over them. Come on, that same spirit that you can activate in your job, you gotta activate it here. Come on, how many can come into agreement with the Lord with a hand praise? Hallelujah. See, Paul understood the power of agreement and he said the following in Mark chapter 18, verse 19, 20. He says, hallelujah, again, I love when it says again. It's like, let me repeat this again if you missed it the first time. And it seems like I got to do this in this church a lot of time. Because some people are inconsistent. And I may preach this today and I got to preach it again next week because you operating out of the will of God and not in agreement. And let me tell you this, there's a lot of things that you're not going to understand, but you still got to do. God never told you to understand it. God told you to obey And it says, again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything, say with me anything, say with me two or three, agree on anything, say anything, hallelujah, here on earth, say with me earth, God in heaven, the Father, We'll do it. Come on. Oh, come on. I just need two or three to say, Pastor, we're going to finish that building. Come on. I, I, I need two or three. If you come in agreement with me, your pastor, who God gave me the assignment, it's going to be done. Come on. No, no, I need you to stand. If you are two or three, if you do it here, where? Where? On earth. Right here in your church. Right here in your church. On earth. If you agree, God will stand up in heaven and begin to pour down resources. Begin to pour down favor. Begin to release miracles. Begin to do the supernatural. Come on, he's going to do it for you. And if he do it for me, he'll do it for your family. He'll do it for your home. Seek first the kingdom of God. And the blessing will trickle down to your home. Come on, sit down. Hallelujah. But where there's two or three gathered in one accord. Say with me in one accord. Where there's two or three gathered in one accord. He's in the midst. There I am in the midst of them. Powerful revelation. And just because you don't see him vividly doesn't mean he's not. He said, I will leave my Holy Spirit who is me. Amen. The Trinity. Hallelujah. And if you come in agreement with three people on earth here, hallelujah, in, in one accord, in worship, and in praise, I will be in the midst. Amen. How can you sit there and not provoke God to be in the midst? Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but anywhere I go, if I, I will find and look for that person that I can connect with. Amen. And begin to agree. Whatever he's coming out of his mouth, whether it looks crazy, whether it looks impossible, I'm saying this person got faith. Let me unite with him. Hallelujah. I don't know how God is going to do it, but I'm going to come in agreement with you because I want God to prosper you. I want God to do it. Because if you grow, I grow. It's not about you or me. It's about the kingdom of God. And together, we will be more than conquerors. Together, we will be success successful. Two or more. 
Jesus established that principle when he sent them two by two and he, and he selected the, the 12 disciples. If we look at Acts 2, hallelujah, Acts 2, 2, 1, it says when, they, when the day of Pentecost came, what happened? Why are y'all looking at me like you don't read the Bible? I said, I said, Acts 2, and they're like, Acts 1, Acts, you asking me something? No, Acts. <laughs> Pastor, you asking me? No, no, Acts. You read the Bible? You're on Instagram and TikTok 24-7. Maybe you don't read the Bible. You worry about posting something. You want how many likes? But does Jesus like you? You worry about the nobody to like you, but the one that should like you don't like you because of your attitude and because of your waste of the time. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Maybe you on Instagram every day and God's saying, hallelujah, be on my word every day. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Come on. Give him a praise, young people. You know what I'm talking about. Stop acting dumb and like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Pat. You know what I'm talking about. That's why I wore this jacket today so I can relate. Because together, together we will conquer. If it takes a jacket to get your intention, let's go. I'm sweating up in here, but I'm going to wear this jacket to provoke your praise and worship. Hallelujah. If I got to wear some sneakers so you can praise, I'm going to wear some sneakers. I might come with shorts here. Hallelujah. So you can be like, what? Pastor done lost his mind just to get a praise out of your mouth. Come on, somebody. Give God a praise if you can. Come on, provoke somebody. Provoke something here on earth. in the Holy Ghost. And they were all in one accord in the upper room, in one accord. And that's why the Spirit fell. There was no way that Spirit, the Holy Spirit would have fallen if they were not in accord. If they would have been in that upper room saying, oh, but when is it going to fall? When are we going to finish that building? Oh, Lord Jesus. No, they were like, hallelujah. I don't know. It's, it's gone three days. It's gone three weeks. But I, he said it's coming. Let's provoke. And they were in one accord praising and worshiping. And because they were praising and worshiping, hallelujah, that wind came. How many can feel the wind coming? How many can feel the wind? You may not be able to see it, but it's the wind of the Holy Spirit. It came when they were in one spirit and one accord. Hallelujah. You want revival in this church? There's no other way for revival but coming in agreement with your past and the vision of this house. That's the key to success and victory. We see agreement with the church of Acts in chapter 2 when they began to, oh, this, this, this is for the young people that don't tithe. And, and don't look at me like, oh, pastor's going to talk about money, but go back to all the videos. You got eight years that pastor don't talk about money. If I'm talking about something, it's because the Holy Spirit is, is addressing it. Come on, this is not something that I do. But the Holy Spirit just told me, hallelujah, in the Spanish service, which was not in my notes, hallelujah, that the people of, of Acts, they came into such an agreement, in the spirit of agreement of one accord, hallelujah, they, they began to sell their property and give it to the people that in need in their church. Who have you helped in your church? You got a business? You got, you got, you're prosperous? Hallelujah, you, 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 got, you got a job? Hallelujah, do you, are you looking and praying that God give me the sermon to see who needs something in the church? Hallelujah, it says that the reason they grow, the reason there was expansion, the reason, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit kept moving after the uproar, it was because they were not selfish. It wasn't about them, it was about the kingdom. Come on, somebody, they gave and gave and gave. Who are you giving? Who are you helping? Who are you coming in agreement? Many of y'all don't know 
that your destiny is connected to somebody. Your blessing, your future is connected to somebody that might be sitting next to you that you've been ignoring all this time. What if your blessing is connected to the person that you don't even say hi to? Because you can't fellowship and you can't come into agreement and you can't grow and you are stuck like the people of Israel going around in a circle because you can't come into agreement. And God is saying your blessing depends on that person. The least you expect is the one God is going to use to give you the victory. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. The least maybe qualified is the one that God wants to bless you with. Hallelujah. But because you pride. Hallelujah. You think you're all there. Hallelujah. You're missing out on your moment. You're missing out on your victory. Hallelujah. But God wants you to come in and walk with the mindset of who God wants me to connect with. What am I supposed to do? How can I help this ministry? How can I help this person? Because God is going to see it. And maybe through this person, I get the, the, the understanding and the skills that I need to, to, to continue to grow. But that requires humility. And many of us don't want to humble ourselves. Come on, you can clap. You got five people to clap. Thank you, Justin, for clapping right there. I can, I can, I can discern your clap. It was a clap with attitude, like. Pastor, I'm agreeing with you all the way back here. That's right. Hallelujah. That's the sound God is looking for. Hallelujah. Not only from Justin, from everybody here. I, can you produce a sound that from the altar I can say, oh, I'm not alone. I'm not fighting this battle alone. I got an army. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They might be all the way in the back. They might be part of the parking ministry. But I got somebody that's going to watch my back. Come on, come on, come on. So let's go to, where am I? Oh, man, I didn't even press the thing. Okay. <laughs> so that means I got five more hours. No. Anointing versus agreement. That's the battle right now. Many of us saying, oh, but that dude got anointing. That person can preach. That person is covered. He has an assignment over his life. Man, we can tell he has anointing. How many know that anointing, anointing, anointing is attractive? We're attracted to anointing. Oh, that person, oh, he can preach. He's on, look at that authority, look at that power. Amen, hallelujah, which is a good thing. Two, two, it's a good thing, but uh, so the, the battle here is agreement and, and anointing. Hallelujah, there's a battle. Both are needed, but which one is more important? It's the question. What's more important, anointing or agreement? My, my, my study and my understanding, hallelujah, I choose agreement. Because anointing, amen, anointing breaks the yokes, cast out demon, hallelujah, but, hallelujah, but agreement establishes. Agre agreement creates things that from the heavenly places and establishes it here on earth, hallelujah. See, anointing, anointing is not permanent, but hallelujah, hallelujah, agreement is permanent. Agreement establishes something that won't be destroyed. Come on, somebody, hallelujah. So what do you want, anointing or I've seen preachers that are so anointed that they can't say hi to you. 
I've seen people that can preach, that come down the altar, and they're all so prideful that they won't even, they don't got time to talk to you. Amen. They carry the spirit of like, who are you? Make an appointment. Three weeks from now. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. But I like that person that's the humble. They, has, they carry the spirit of agreement. Can't preach, but always there. Can't preach, but has a listening ear. Can't preach, amen, but embraces you in your crisis. Hallelujah. I see people with such an anointing, but they don't know when you're hurting. They got such an anointing, but they can't relate when you're in trouble. They can't help you out of a season. Hallelujah. But you get somebody that's always in agreement. That person will always be there in the good and the bad. Come on. When you need him the the most, he may not be able to preach your way out, but he can support you in prayer. He can say, I got your back. I'm praying for you, sweetie. I'm praying for you. Agreement sets in motion the impossible to become possible. Agreement activates the Father in heaven. You can lose your anointing. It doesn't, it doesn't last forever. You don't believe me. Look what happened to Saul. What happened to King Saul? He had an anointing. He couldn't handle it. Hallelujah, but God wanted somebody that can come into agreement. David, oof. They can come into agreement with the vision. Are you a Saul or are you a David? Meaning of, of, establish, uh, uh, of, of establishing stuff, to institute something, to permanently, to, for it to be permanently established, to make firm and stable, to introduce and cause to grow and multiply. That is, that is establishing stuff. <laughs> to bring something to existence. Anointing can't do that. But agreement can. If two or three agree and want to call, I will do it. So establish this stuff. I mean, you follow me tonight. When Paul and Silas were released from the prison, many say because they were worshiping. That's one point. That's one area that they were doing well. They were worshiping. But before they worshiped, they had to agree. Hallelujah. They had to come into agreement and say, you know, Paul and Silas. Paul was like, you know, you and I are in this prison. Hallelujah. But together, we're going to make it out of here. I'm going to partner with you. I'm going to come into agreement. And you and I are going to get out of here in victory. And not only that, the people around us are going to leave in victory as well. Come on. It was agreement that got them out of that season. It was agreement coming together. I don't know who can you agree with in this church that's hurting and need your support. Somebody right now is suffering. It's waiting for you to activate and say, I'm there for you. I'm with you. You're not alone. You're not alone. Ecclesiastic 4, 9, 9, 12 says two are better than one because they have a good return. For their labor. Two are better than one. Because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them fall. Falls down. One can help the other up. You're not meant to do life in church alone. Tell your neighbor I need you to help me. I need you to partner with me. I need you to hold me accountable. I need you to look out for me. Because if I fall. I need you to be there to lift me up. But hallelujah, hallelujah. But pity is the one that has no one. Because you haven't built that relationship and you don't come into agreement with nobody, you're left alone in the midst of your season. 
I don't know about you, but I want to get as I want to come into agreement with as much people as possible. So when my 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 worst season come, I'm not alone, but I'm surrounded by the glory of God and multitude of people. Hallelujah! They can come. Hallelujah! In my favor and help me out in my worst season. And that doesn't happen later. That happens right now. Can who can activate that right now in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah! It says a, a, a strand of three cords is not easy, easily broken. If you're one, if you're one, and you, you've been operating by yourself, the Lone Ranger, God never called you for that. Who in this church you can partner with? If you can't partner with a believer, you're in trouble. If you can't relate with somebody and say, if you can't humble yourself and say, I need, I need, I need to make things right. And, and your night, maybe that's what's holding your blessing. I come to tell you that unity and agreement requires sacrifice. Because it's not about individual interests. It's about what God needs and what God wants. And what God wants doesn't match with your ideology and with your mindset or what you see with your own carnal eyes. It's not what you're looking at. It's not what you think. It's not what you see. It's what God wants. And that requires faith. Stand to your feet for me right now. For Esther to be able to enter into the king's court, she needed a, Mar a Mordecai. For Esther to be able to get to her destiny, she needed a Mordecai. She couldn't do it alone, although she had the assignment, although she had the calling. She couldn't go into that palace without being groomed by somebody that did not qualify to be not even around the palace. Some people need to be groomed. And maybe the person that God is using to groom you is less qualified than you. Are you willing to submit and say, God, I don't know what you're doing, man, but I'm going to let this person help me. Who can be like Jonathan? Jonathan was, was next in line to be king, the son of Saul. And Saul, his father, wanted to kill David, hated David. How many know just because someone else did? You know that sometimes there are people that because they hate somebody, I don't get along with somebody. They want you to not get along with them either. Want you to hate them either. You're like, they ain't doing anything to me. I have no issues with them. I'm praying for them. They're a blessing to me. I don't know what you're talking about. But they want you to conform to me. You see, Jonathan could have easily gone that route, but he said, no. God, God's plan is greater than my plans. And Jonathan releases royal garments, his position, and gave it to David. Hallelujah. Because he understood that, hallelujah, watch this, he understood that it was more important God's plan than the palace. It's more important God's plan than this microphone. It's more important God's plan than being a leader of a ministry. How many Jonathans are here that are saying, you know what? Here's my title, but I still got your back. 
Here's my jacket. Here's my here's my my medals. Here's here's my here's my hallelujah, my position. You know, because for some reason God is telling me that you can do it better. For some reason God is about to do something greater with you than what He's gonna do with me, and I'm okay with that because as long as the kingdom is being expanded, as long as lives are coming to the kingdom, as long as people being transformed, I'm okay not being the head of the ministry. I'm okay not being the one hallelujah leading the music. I'm okay as long as there's revival as long as your destiny is connected to somebody else stop burning the bridges stop burning bridges that are supposed to take you to another level maybe that's the reason you can't cross to the other side we need to help others listen to me we are called to help others achieve their destiny and when we help others you reap what you sow to get to their destiny God will make sure you arrive to yours as well. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's the way God operates. I don't need to fight with nobody. I don't need to be the first one online. I don't need to say, pick me. Hallelujah. I need to push you. And as I'm pushing you, God is promoting me. Hey, hallelujah. Can't wait for part two. I hope you were blessed tonight. I hope you were blessed tonight. Yeah, you can clap for the Lord if you were blessed. Amen. I hope you were blessed tonight. When my wife and I decided to open this church, it was four of us in the table, in the house. And I remember, and I will never forget that we, we put, we decorated the table, the kitchen table, black, right? Black laptop, the iPad, a countdown, music, just us four. And I remember that Brandon, Pastor Brandon being young, we were like, dude, where is he? And he arrived late. He came down from his room late. And we're like, yo, we said we were starting at 5, man. It's 5.10. He said, man, it's our house. No, it's not our house right now. It's the house of God. It's church we have it right here. You need to be on time. We had a countdown. Come on, somebody. And he missed it. Hallelujah. But we, we needed to make sure that in order for this church to be successful, from the foundation, from the beginning, it had to be in order. And we had to be in agreement. Because if we were not in agreement, we said we're not going to do this. Not only that, just my wife and I, but my son and my daughter needed to be in agreement. That's why Pastor Brandon is preaching in West Palm Beach. And my, my, my daughter is worshiping right here because we come in agreement. We are activating the principle of agreement. And when we activate that principle, there are blessings pouring down my house. Hallelujah. But I don't only want that for me. I want it for your home. I want it for your children. I want it for your future. I want it for your family. Hallelujah. Do you want it? Come on, do you want it? Do you want it? You matter in the kingdom. And I need to be so passionate. To care about my neighbor. 
Come on, church, listen to me. Lower the music right now for one second. The season that we're in and how we have been able to survive this COVID as a church maintaining the doors open when others have closed. This is our second service. All the Spanish people went home already. So there is a turnaround and there is growth and God is doing something new and, we, and we're hopefully praying that we can finish the Fort Pierce campus, which is going to be a total different church. We're not moving from here. It's a different church. We have another pastor that's going to run that. Relax. Did I ask some questions that you were thinking about and you were not in agreement because I, I can't connect because I don't know what's going to happen. You don't need to know. It's going to happen with you or without you. Just submit. Just follow. Jesus had that problem with some of the disciples. So, how, so am I going to have a throne in heaven? Too? Can I sit on your left? And the other one, can I, sit, can I sit on your right? And Jesus was like, dude, bro, not about that. I'm the son and I'm getting crucified. Hello? And you weren't about a seat. You weren't about title. You weren't about, come on, I'm about to be hanging in that cross. Amen. That's why he said, carry your cross and follow me, baby. Hallelujah. There ain't no, there ain't no chair here. There ain't no glory, individual glory. It's all glory to God. All glory to God. All glory to God. Hallelujah. That's why my mindset is that if, if somebody can preach better than me, you're preaching every Sunday. Or if God is using you. But you're the pastor. I got the spirit of Jonathan. God is doing something I don't know. But if it's bringing growth, if it's bringing, expanding his kingdom, I'm okay with that. I'm okay being in the second chair. I'm okay being the designated driver. I'm okay being in the back seat. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you okay with being the second in line? Huh? Are you? Huh? You know, I remember, thanks for reminding me that. Right here in, the, in this office in the, in, the, in the church here, after like 20 years that I didn't hear that, after 20, listen to me, 20 years that I didn't hear that comment, living here, when I, when I touched the door of this pastor to, to knock on the door of this pastor so he can allow us to host services here. After he said no and all that, and the Holy Spirit, came, I'm going to make a story short, and the Holy Spirit convinced him, and, and he cried and, and flipped it and turned it around. The next day, he sits down in the office with me to, to confirm that, is he going to give me the okay and the green flag to, to, you know, the approval to come in here. He begins to cry, and he tells me that at night, the Holy Spirit spoke to him and, and told him to tell me this. And he says to me, you know, you're no longer the donkey. You're no longer a donkey. You've been promoted. And I started to bawl and cry. Because maybe William understands this. With the Cielo, with the other singers, I was selling CDs for them. Preparing tables, serving, being the second man, being in the, uh, hallelujah, they sleeping in my house, I'm giving them my bedroom, hallelujah, I'm sleeping without AC, I'm sleeping in the kitchen, on the floor with my wife for months, amen, and we're paying all the bills, amen, because we want them to grow and prosper, amen, and they began to call me because they knew I preached and they knew I had a, a, a ministry, they began to say, hallelujah, you're a donkey taking people to the offer, to the airports, you're a donkey carrying luggage for other people, you're a donkey, amen, and this person was not connected to me, he 
never met me before. Hallelujah. 20 years later, the Holy Spirit reveals to him and says, Hallelujah. Maybe they called you a donkey, but God says you've been promoted. You're no longer the donkey. Hallelujah. That's why agreement comes. Hallelujah. Agreement will promote you. Hallelujah. Serving others will promote you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God a praise. That told me from a man that never met me before, told me that God has seen everything that's happening here on earth. And every word that comes out of your mouth, if it's not in agreement and if it's to, if it's to hurt, destroy, and kill, it's being written in heaven. Because there was no way this man knew that they said that to me. I was 17, 15, and I'm 52. When they were saying that to me. And, and that was in New York. We're in Port St. Lucie, this town. But how many know that the Holy Spirit is everywhere? How many know the Holy Spirit has an ear? Amen. You can be, you can be having a... I remember one time in this church at the beginning, hallelujah, like, like, uh, 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 like two years or three years into it, something was stirring up to divide the church. Listen to me. Something was stirring up to divide the church. Some rebels began to... to to, to use unity in the wrong way, in evil. I didn't know. I wasn't aware of what was happening. But at 3 in the morning, she's my witness. At 3 in the morning, I jumped out of the bed. And I began to cry. Because I saw in vision the three people. God gave me the images of the three people. Their names and when they met. And what they were saying. I saw it all like a movie. And I, got to, I began to tremble and, and cry. I'm like, oh my God. And the minute we addressed it, that was manifested. It was released. And that, was being, that was about to be released and operated. And God cut it. And God stopped it just on time. And I didn't need no one in the church to tell me, hey, yo, I heard this. No one said anything to me. Everybody was in mute. Some people knew and said nothing. They didn't come into agreement with their pastor. They did a Judas. Because they thought they were going to have a better season. But how many know we serve a mighty God? Hallelujah. 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 How many know when they came against Israel? Hallelujah. In battle. Hallelujah. God will reveal to Elijah in secret. Hallelujah. The plans of the enemy. Hallelujah. Tell them, oh, go left because they're going to they're gonna trap you to the right. That only happens when you're in a core, when you're connected to God. When God can say, when God can look at you and you can say, God, examine my heart. Why am I doing this? And if he sees that you're doing it for his glory, man, he is the defender of defenders. He is the one that says, oh, not with this guy. Hallelujah. You can do it with anybody else, but be careful. Agreement will establish you forever or until God says, you're done. So, begin to train yourself. You know how the Bible says, train yourself to be godly? It's the same thing. Train, to your, train, train yourself to come into agreement with the Holy Spirit and with, God, with what God is doing. God bless you. I love you. I'm excited for what God is doing. 
God is just aligning the church, amen. And we can continue to, hallelujah, we can continue to speak about this next Sunday as we close with part two.